Like Bob on Facebook at facebook.com slash Live. A quick program note. Dr. Robert Jeffress will be joining me live at the top of the hour. Yes, pastor of the historic First Baptist Church of Dallas, prolific author, great spiritual leader. Uh, He will be joining me at the top of the hour, five o'clock. I uh, got this breaking news from the Washington Post. Uh, It was... uh, Time stamped today at 11.03 a.m. I'm looking at the email. I've got it in my in my hand. I printed it off. And it says Washington Post. And then in big, big, big letters, breaking news. And then right under that, a red banner. And it says, news alert. April 26th, 11.01 a.m. I got it at 11.03, but they issued the breaking news news alert at 11.01 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time. And here is the breaking news, and I will read it to you. It, again, big letters on this email. Harvard leaders and staff once enslaved more than... 70 people, and benefited from slave-generated wealth, university report finds. Okay, now, listen to me carefully, and don't you dare misquote me or misunderstand me. I am not in any way, shape, or form making light of the horrors of slavery. All of us agree Slavery was a terrible thing. It was a a stain on our nation's history. Okay? But this is not breaking news. This is not breaking news. What do you mean breaking news? If you know anything about the history of our country, slavery was prominent among many of the wealthy and influential Americans during this time period. What do you mean breaking news? Harvard leaders and staff once enslaved more than 70 people. Now again, don't please don't misconstrue the tone of my voice in making light of slavery. What I'm making light of is that this is some kind of breaking news. It's not breaking news. But here's something that you folks know that many people either don't know or ignore. You have to interpret history in the context of the times. Okay? Again, almost all of you know that. You must interpret history in the context of the times. Slavery at that time was accepted. Was that right? No. Was it wrong? Yes. Was it evil? Yes. But was it accepted around the world? Yes. Was it unique to America? No, it was 
not. Were white Europeans enslaved? Yes. Did Africans enslave other Africans? Yes. Were there some white people enslaved by Africans? Yes. All of those things are true. Um, so you interpret history in the context of the times. Now again, let me state, as I have stated it over and over and over again, and I could say it a thousand times and somebody will misquote me or misunderstand me. Bernie was on the air making light of slavery. He doesn't think it was bad at all. That is a bald-faced lie. But I am smart enough and intellectually honest enough to interpret history in the context of the times. Okay? This is not breaking news. Washington Post, breaking news. Harvard leaders and staff once enslaved more than 70 people. Yeah. Who didn't know that? Why is why is this breaking news? So it is it is pointless. It is pointless. But let me tell you what is breaking news about Harvard and Yale. Now this is breaking news. But you're not going to see it in the Washington Post or the Los Angeles Times or the Chicago Tribune or the Huffington Post. But listen to this. Yale Divinity School holds first non-Christian service with black ecology pantheistic mysticism. Now that is news. That is something that should get our attention. Something about Harvard that everybody already knew, why should that get your attention? But this, listen to this. Two centuries after its founding, Yale Divinity School, now this is not Yale University, this is the Divinity School within Yale. Two centuries after its founding, Yale Divinity School marked its first ever non-Christian Service in honor of Earth Days, or Earth Day, pardon me. Uh, Students gathered on April 22nd outside the university's Marquand uh, Chapel to mark the annual observance with singing and non-denominational prayers according to the Yale Daily News. A student organizer told the independent student newspaper it was the first time a non-Christian service was held at Yale Divinity School in its nearly 200-year history. Master of Divinity student Tasha Brownfield led the event, which she described as indigenous and black ecology-based with a sprinkle of cosmology and pantheistic mysticism. That's a quote. The event featured an opening speech from Brownfield that included a land acknowledgement and a call for those in attendance to honor and respect the enduring relationships that exist between native peoples and their lands. 
There are many spaces where people who fall outside a very particular Protestant lens can worship authentically at Yale Divinity School, she said, as she is trying to launch and curate pantheistic mysticism on the campus. Quote, So for my colleagues and myself, I decided to make a space where people could worship authentically and include black theology, indigenous ecology, some Southern charm that separated from the elitism of the institution to something that's really embodied and grounded within this space. Attendees took part in a chalice lighting ceremony under the Unitarian Universalist tradition, followed by a prayer to the Hindu fertility god, which Brownfield described as the religion's personification of Earth. Another student gave a speech on black ecology, which reportedly spoke to how pushing back against racialized aspects of climate change can be a means toward black liberation. Another 200-year-old theological institution, Harvard Divinity School, held a similar celebration Sunday for Earth Day called Gathering Light. Yeah. Now that is news. You have pagans, mysticists, mysticists, Buddhists, non-Christians holding the first non-Christian worship service in Yale's 200-year history and Harvard's 200-year history. Now that's new. That's disturbing. That is breaking news. But it would never be reported in the Washington Post. Never. 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 Schools that were founded to proclaim the gospel have now become completely apostate. I will return. Follow Bob on Twitter at twitter.com slash Live. Well, it happened again. I was all set to get into another story. And then I checked my email and I just moments ago got a brand new email from moveon.org. The uh, subject line is... I read banned books. In fact, they want to send me a bumper sticker that says, I read banned books. Now, of course, I'll have to send them a donation in order to get the bumper sticker that says, I read banned books. But (laughs) the, the liberal left is so unbelievably hypocritical. Let me read you just a little bit of the email. Again, I got this just a few minutes ago. Dear Move On member, which I'm not, but somehow I got on their mailing list. Dear Move On member, 
Ron DeSantis, Florida's Republican governor, has banned 54 math textbooks from being used in Florida's K-12 public schools for allegedly including divisive concepts and indoctrination. DeSantis's mathematics book ban would be all utterly laughable if it weren't a despicable attack on our freedoms and an attempt to control the minds of our kids. All right, now number one. Today, who is trying to cancel anybody who disagrees with them, the right or the left? Uh, it's a left. In fact, we've even come up with a, with a title, Cancel Culture. You don't agree with us? We will destroy you. We don't like your book? We will ban it. We don't like your TV program? We will boycott it. We don't like your radio program? We will boycott it. Twitter has been in the news big, big, big time, and Twitter has been controlled by the left. Who has Twitter been censoring? Conservatives. Christians. Not the left. They've permanently banned Donald Trump. But Vladimir Putin has a Twitter account. Talk about hypocrisy. Accusing conservatives of censorship? Are you kidding me? But then, let me read that that phrase again. DeSantis' mathematics book ban would be utterly laughable if it weren't a despicable attack on our freedom and an attempt to control the minds of our kids. All right, now, let's get real practical just for a moment, okay? Any teacher who stands before young children is going to mold and shape what they think, how they think. They are going to, to some extent or another, control their minds. That is the essence of teaching. Molding, shaping, okay? So, it's an attempt to control the minds of our kids. Isn't that what the liberal left educational establishment has been doing for the last 40 or 50 years? Indoctrinating kids with their political agenda, their philosophical agenda, their ideological agenda? This whole thing of teaching kindergartners about gender identity. You're going to tell me that that's not an attempt to control the minds of these kids? Of course teachers have an impact on the minds of kids. And what conservatives and what people like Ron DeSantis is doing is saying, hey, when we teach mathematics, let's teach mathematics. Let's not use gender, sexuality, explicit sexual references to teach math. When we teach math, let's teach math. When we teach English, let's teach English. When we teach history, let's teach an unbiased, balanced look at history. When we teach geography, let's teach geography. What a novel idea! To teach facts, not ideology. 
And so uh, moveon.org wants to send me a bumper sticker. They want me to put it on the back of my car, and it says, I read banned books. Now, what if those 54 math textbooks that are no, can no longer be used in Florida schools, what if they really are harmful? What if they really are bad? What if they really are pushing a social agenda rather than 2 plus 2 equals 4 and just teaching the basics and the facts of math? Well, moveon.org doesn't even consider that. He's a Republican, he's a conservative, therefore he is evil. And if he doesn't like a book, it must be because that book is really, really good. At the end of the email, it says, More than 150,000 Move On members have already ordered their sticker and bookmark bundle. Oh, they got bookmark bundles, too, yeah. Uh, To help spread the word, we've just reprinted a big batch of our hugely popular I Read Banned Book stickers and bookmarks, and we're giving them away while supplies last. The, The hypocrisy is so blatant. It is so in your face. How could you have any objectivity and not see this? Now, at least 150,000 haven't seen it. <laughs>